When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour two of Almost Famous begins now. And welcome to the Tiny Stage portion of Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. It is 9.03. My name is John Shea. A reminder, we are brought to you each Tuesday night by Tiny and Sons Glass. Route 53 Pembroke online at tinyandsons.com. If it wasn't for Tiny and Sons Glass, there would not be a Tiny Stage. Before we get to the guest tonight, I have to reintroduce my co-host for the evening. Or, In fact, I'll let her introduce herself. I'm Erin Dale. Erin Dale. Welcome back. Here with the host with the most. Well, that, that would be you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks for having me on tonight, Of course. Good to have you back. So We've been talking about doing this for probably about four years. Forever. So. Yeah, you know, we got around to it, so. Glad we could finally make this happen. <laughs> me too. And why don't you introduce our guest? Oh, goodness. You know, I don't know him as well as you do. All so right, I, think I will. I I'll do it. Give that to you. We have uh, Joe Rich in studio, which is another long time coming. We've been talking about this for quite a while, too, right? Oh, yeah. We've been talking about this for about a year and a half, right? Yeah. Good to see you, man. How you been? It's good to see you, too. I'm doing really well. How are you doing? Doing great. Just enjoying this uh, this uh, early spring. Hopefully it lasts into spring. Yeah, hopefully it just goes right into summer. But, you know, we're never that lucky. Hey, you know, well, I'm keeping my fingers that this is the year that it's going to happen. And yeah, that that'd be so. great. So for those who might not know, who is Joe Rich? Give a quick introduction of yourself. Well... Uh, I was born in Boston and uh, mostly raised in Dedham. I'm still doing a little bit of growing up, but uh, I, um, I've been playing music for about uh, 17 years. Uh, I play acoustic guitar mostly. I've been in a few bands. Uh, most of the time I've been solo. Um, i got a bunch of new songs I've written. And uh, so, you know, I guess you could consider me trop rock kind of uh, genre. That's what my solo stuff is. Um, which is why I play solo, because there's nobody else in the area that wants to play drop rock. What is, is like drop Jimmy, rock? It's like Jimmy Buffett, Kenny Chesney. It's kind of like escapism. Like, let's go to the beach, have a beer, quit our jobs, that kind of stuff. I like that. Who I mean, how like can that? you argue against it? It's hard <laughs> to argue against that philosophy. This is good. See, it, I'm, I'm kind of sad, though, that it's like 60 degrees outside, because I, I, when I'm listening to that kind of music, I kind of want it to be like, you know, you know, 20s outside, so it's freezing cold, so it can warm me up. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's when it plays the best. I mean, that's when it's like January and it's the dead of winter and people are like, oh, my God. That's when you put on Jimmy Buffett and people are like, oh, I can handle this, you know? Exactly. Very cool. So um, tell us what's, uh, what, what sparked the interest in music for you. For me, um, I always loved music. Um, you know, when I was a kid, my dad was really trying to push me onto the Beatles very, very early on in life, probably too early. Um, he played uh, that song, Get Back, for me when I was like really young and he was like they're talking to you because he says Jojo and it's talking about Jojo he's like yeah he's talking about you and I freaked out like I was crying because I was like I don't even know this guy why is he talking about me um, but I, I liked music from the very beginning because my dad got me into it and then I discovered MTV at the ripe age of eight and um, really loved Bon Jovi Lay Your Hands on Me was the video I loved that video and, uh, and then I got into Motley Crue and uh, Metallica all that stuff my first show was uh, Metallica uh, with Danzig and uh, like suicidal tendencies at Great Woods. Bay, uh, this was back in 1994, so it was my birthday, my 14th birthday. That was my first show. 
Um, and then it just evolved from there. I got into gangster rap. I got into all kinds <laughs> of stuff. And um, I just love music. I love it. You know, That's so cool. Are you going to, uh, going to the Metallica reunion show? People have been talking about it. I, it's just been so long. It's kind of like I, I broke up with Metallica so many years ago. I don't know if I want to revisit that. You know, Do I have to go, go back and see my old ex-wife, Metallica? I, I don't know. Awkward. Uh, yeah, it's very awkward. It is. And you have to be like, oh, how, how have you been? I see you have a new bass player. That's great. You've changed. You know? Yeah. And they have, I mean, you know, they've changed. But they're, they're on still, Napster. Yeah, the whole Napster thing. Playing that with was, Lady Gaga now. It's just all gone downhill. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff I have to bring up with them. And I, I know it's going to be awkward. <laughs> but, you know, I've, I've got some pressure. Some of my friends are going. And, I, you know, I would definitely go if a bunch of my friends were going. We could, you know kind of uh, you know, do a little tailgating. Yeah, make you know. a night of it. Yeah, wear our old Metallica shirts and stuff. It would be cool. Everybody loves a Sounds throwback. Good. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it would be a huge throwback. You'll you have know? to check in if you do go. You have to like live tweet it or something. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Facebook Live. <laughs> you guys will be the first to know. I guarantee it. Excellent. Well, let's hear some music. What do you have for us uh, first tonight, Joe? Well, uh, the first song I'd like to play is called Sex on the Beach, and um, this is one of the newer songs I've written. I was lucky enough to get a, um, a grant from the Boston Cultural Council, and uh, so I recorded two songs with it, and um, the effort that I'm doing here is to raise money for the Pete Freight's Number 3 Fund to raise money for ALS. Um, so all the downloads that I get from this and, uh, and all the other stuff on my, uh, on my website is, um, is going straight to the Pete Freight's Number 3 Fund. Um, and this is the song that I've been pushing because, you know, it's got that trop rock vibe. And um, it's been on Radio A1A. That's an online station. It's not as good as you guys. I'm guaranteeing that. But Few, few stations are. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> nobody can compare. But it's been on there. And uh, they have a weekly Trop 40. And it, it, was, it went to number 10 on there. Um, wow. Thanks to the good people around here who have been congratulations. For it. Thank you, That's thank you. Awesome. And, uh, so I'm going to do this, and I got some help uh, from my uh, producer and co-writer Andy Selly, and uh, so I got to give him a shout out. So I'm going to do that song. This is this is called "Sex on the Beach." All right, we have Joe Rich on the tiny stage here on 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Come and get a grip 
Joe Rich, live on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Great job on that, man. Nice job. It was Thank very you. cool. And you couldn't even hear the blender in the background. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm doing uh, for a refill here. Let's go. Uh, we'll, we'll send Aaron. Aaron's on her way in right oh, now. I've been relegated to beverage duty already. Hey, yes. somebody's got to do it. <laughs> it's a rotten job. I'm, I'm, I'm running the board, so it's, uh, you're the only other person here. Your hands are tied. Yeah, seniority counts for something. You it know? does. Yeah, we dug that tune, man. It sounded a little bit country. Is there a little country twang going on? There is, yeah. There is a little country twang, and I honestly don't know where it came from. I think it's from, like, I used to love Hootie and the Blowfish. Okay. And then I think I tried to emulate when I started singing and playing, like Darius Rucker, and the people were like, you're not from the South. Why do you sing like that? And I had a vocal instructor that tried to get it out of me, but I I, I do, you know, uh, I like the country twang, and... um, you know, if you dig it, it's yours. That's the old hippie <laughs> saying. And well, it seems fun. to be, you know, the, the classic rock of yesterday is the country music of today, for the most part, it seems. Yeah, I agree with that. I really do. That is like a, a new avenue for those kinds of artists. And um, and trop rock, you know, kind of has a vein of country music in it. I mean, it, it is like there is a lot of country in it. little Kenny Chesney vibe. Now, what's the Absolutely. difference between, um, between trop rock and yacht rock? I'm no yacht rock. <laughs> yacht rock, I think, is you know, it's an exclusive club. You got you got to you know, you got to drink um, specific kinds of champagne. Uh, you have to be you know good at golf. I think you have to be on your third wife to get into it. Ooh. I, I yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not a big yacht rock guy. I don't know. John, do you know anyone who does yacht rock? Can we like, get them in here? Yeah, well, you know, we have Christopher Cross, and we have. Is that a real thing? Oh yeah, of course. Oh, but locally. Oh, I'm not trying to insult any yacht. No, rock no, no. I thought that was an imaginary there, there's, thing. There's a whole compilation album out there called Yacht Rock. It was on a. They sell it on TV. It's like one of those Time Life collections. <laughs> 
John, wow. please I'm get somebody in here who does yacht rock because that would be amazing. Let's find <laughs> if you're listening and you play yacht rock. I think most of them kind of went out of style uh, in like well, 1982. You know, they well, might be like, out there. Uh, Bertie Higgins is Yeah, Bertie uh, Higgins is another perfect you example You might call there. that Yacht Rock, but he was on the Weekly Trop 40 last week, and he was at number one. And uh, Really? I didn't even know much about him, but then my boss, you know, me and my lady Claire, who was here tonight, uh, we went to Key Largo last year, and uh, he was like, Key Largo, like that Bertie Higgins song. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he played that song, and, I, and you know, I, I dig it. It was a good song. Very cool. Yeah, Bert, Bertie Higgins, uh, that goes back to, uh, back to the, uh, the olden days. Oh, yeah. He was just knighted, actually. Yes, here there it is. Go. The uh, vast WATD collection here, the music catalog. So yeah, that's about, that's, that's about as yacht rock as you can get. Laid back. So. Oh, you got to see the video for that too. If you've never seen the video, <laughs> he's like ripping a butt at a lamppost. He's getting all like moody and stuff. Like I don't know, man. I miss my chick. And it's it's awesome. <laughs> Do you have any videos, Joe? Have you uh, done music videos for? I've never done. Yet? No, no. I don't have any music videos. I I have some like live videos from shows I've done, like that are on my Facebook and stuff like that. But no, I've never done um, a video. That would be cool. I've always wanted to. You know, I just you know. You could spoof all those those like those you know corny eighties videos and just do your own your own spin on one of those. That would be awesome. I would I would like to do that. I've always wanted to do like a Jay Z kind of video <laughs> with like a yacht and like you know like tons of girls and stuff and. You know, maybe some guns. I don't know, just for the fun of it. You know, no, I wouldn't shoot them. Getting wild. Yeah, <laughs> tons of like cash, just throwing it in the ocean and stuff. I that sounds know. good. Can I come to that party? Yeah, you. Oh, you'd be absolutely. Uh, right. You guys you'd have to do a cameo. <laughs> Very cool. Well, tell us about tell us more about that last song. How did that song come to be? That was um, it was last summer, and um, me and Claire were living in West Roxbury, and I think I just had my guitar out, and I was like, I I wanted to just do like a summer kind of song, and sometimes you just catch a vibe and the thing about writing songs you know not that i'm an expert or anything you know but when you write a song um you just have to finish it i feel like you have to finish it right there like if you get an idea and you get a melody in your head you have to grab it and just you know even if you don't like the finished product at the time you can work on it later but finish it there um you know just write your verse your chorus and your bridge or whatever you're going to do because i've had it so many times where I have a cool melody in my head and I'm like, oh, I really like that. I want to write a song with that. And then I just forget it or, you know, I, I, I start it and then I go somewhere else and I, you know, I go and eat lunch and then it's over and I, you know, you can't get it back. So this one, I, I just had a feeling about it. And I was like, I want to write a song. I want to, you know, I want to do a song called Sex on the Beach. And um, truth be told, it was a lot dirtier when I first wrote it, the, the first version. Um, and then I... Um, took it to an old teacher of mine, Ed Morneau, and he was like, you have to clean this up, you know? And I was like, what are you talking about, man? And then I, I took it to Andy Sally, and he was like, yeah, you definitely have to clean this up, you know? So um, that's that's um, how we got into, like, the subject of sex on the beach, the drink, you know, the cocktail, rather than the uh, the, the alternative. Action. Yeah. So that's... Um, own words there. Exactly. So that's that's how it happened, you know? Excellent. Well, people are going to click on it, and that's what counts. Oh, I hope so. Oh, yeah, it's, you can yeah, get it on definitely, Spotify. Definitely clickbait. You can get it um, on Apple Music. You can get it on iTunes, CD Baby. I've got it on a whole bunch of platforms. Excellent. I'm even thinking about putting it on like a compact disc. If people even buy those anymore. Oh, sure they do. Okay. How about eight, how about eight track? I'd love to do an eight track. That'd be like an exclusive. You know, you got to pay big, big money for that. That would be like <laughs> you'd have to like auction that off. At a, at Joe like Rich's greatest hits. Yeah. All two of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear the second one. What do you have next for us? Oh, absolutely. This is the B-side to um, to Sex on the Beach. So this is a less trop rock, more straight rock. But but this is the B-side. It's called Dude Nah. All right, Joe Rich, 95.9 WATD. 
Rich 95.9 W.A.T.D. Nice job on that, my friend. Thank you. Joe, what's the name of that song again for our listeners? Oh, that is Dude Nah. Dude Nah. Dude Nah. Okay, we want to make sure we have that right. There's a story behind that. Of course there is. Yeah, of course there is. <laughs> Let's hear it. Well, it starts with uh, my old friend Vinny. I, I had this friend uh, that I've, I've been... Um, and everybody should have an old friend named Vinny. That's I was just about a... to say, that is a universal... Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like I mean, Seamus or Sully. Old, yeah, you got to have one of those, a McHugh or a Sully. You know, you need one. Um, so I, I have a Vinny, and um, you know, he, he's not like a, a musician per se, but he loves music. It's not your cousin, is it? It's not, unfortunately. I, I sometimes I do feel like I'm related to him, um, but, but no, he is. Um, he, he's, uh, he's really into music, and he would always like email me like these fake track lists uh, for like albums I should record. You know, like oh, you should do a song called this and a, a song called that. And uh, and he was like, you know, you should do one called Dude Nah. And I always thought that was just a really funny title. 
and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a song and I'm going to call it Dude Nah. You know, and then I, that's how I crafted it. It was kind of like I had that first. You usually don't start with the title, but that time I did. And, uh, and so I was like, I actually wrote a song called Dude Nah, you know, so, and I told him that. What is the meaning of Dude Nah? In reality, um, so the the actual meaning is it's a song about um, a friendship that uh, that had broken down and, you know, it's like reacting to feeling hurt and f- getting your feelings hurt and feeling betrayed and like how you, you know, react to that in a, in a positive way, you know. Um, so that was how I, that's what I turned it into. Like, oh, I bet you think I'm down and out, but dude, nah. I love it. That could go on T-shirts and tote bags. You've got your mantra out there ready to market. You know, that could be your hashtag. I like that. So, hashtag yeah, dude, nah. all the girls in the boat on your music video could be having, you know, dude not. Dude not crop tops. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, of course they're crop tops, John. Of course. <laughs> I can already feel this happening. This oh. is really happening, you know? <laughs> well, we're just dreaming up ideas for you over here. We are your uh, we're your dream team, apparently. Well, you're all going to have to be in the video now. Right. I mean, that's that's how it's going to be. <laughs> Don't forget Margo here. We have Margo here. She's going to be in the video as well. <laughs> She's going to do the video for Margo's you. Margo's going right? to do the video. Yeah, you're going to film the video, Margo. <laughs> oh boy, it's getting crazy. It is. It's getting wild it's in here. Too many ideas. Yes, big money though. This is a big idea thing. You know, we're we're big idea people here at <laughs> WATD, aren't we? Absolutely. We should mention too that you're also um, a, a theater guy, right? You do some uh, some some light acting. Yeah, I do some acting. I I do. I've done some theater um, around here. The Milton Players. I was just in a show with the Milton Players. It was called Lie Cheat and Genuflect. Um, and that was a lot of fun. And uh, I've also been in some shows with the Walpole Footlighters, um, the Dragonfly Theater. Uh, that's like my home group in Dedham. And um, you've crossed paths with our production director, Kevin Chase. Oh yeah, yeah. I've mm-hmm. I've seen him several times uh, and been and been in a bunch of shows with him. He's a fantastic guy. I am a big fan of his. And um, we're actually supposed to be meeting um, next uh, tomorrow night for some uh, drinks and, uh, and chicken fingers at Tahiti. So. Um, oh, that sounds like an amazing time. Oh, it's gonna you be. Can't go wrong. You cannot <laughs> go wrong at Tahiti. What happens at Tahiti stays at Tahiti. Yeah, you only go in Tahiti when you got some real problems that you just want to bury with some drinks. I mean, that's what you do at Tahiti. <laughs> You're such a happy guy. These songs are just so cheerful. They they are. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I, you know, I, I hope it comes from a place of joy. You know, and I hope it gives joy to some people. And I always want to do songs that, um, you know, even if the lyrical content is is um, you know hurtful or dark. Or, you know, I do want the vibe to be something you can drive in your car with the windows down to, you know, and feel like it's, you know, it's all going to be cool. Everything's okay. Yeah. You know, it feels like summer in here, so. It does. Not yes. just because it's warm in here either. It's really, <laughs> it's from the sounds emanating from your area. Well, then my job is done. That I appreciate <laughs> that. Thank you. That's what it's all about to me. Joe, what's your website? I got a, um, I got a Twitter, and that's at Mr. Joe Rich. I got an Instagram, same thing, at Mr. Joe Rich. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, but also, if you go to uh, cdbaby.com, look for Joe Rich, you'll find me there. Um, you can search for me on Spotify. Um, just put in Joe Rich or uh, Sex on the Beach, you'll find it there. And uh, and the same for iTunes, Apple Music. Excellent. And explain one more time how the uh, the ALS uh, thing works. Yeah, so what I did, I, I um, applied for a grant with the Boston Cultural Council. They do... Um, grants to artists um, once a month they do one so I had applied for one and um, the idea was to record new songs and I thought you know I'll do it for a charity and that that's you know that way it'll, it'll, there'll be a public good involved it won't just be for me it'll be for a charity so 
I um I decided I would do the Pete Frace number three fun. Um, and as you remember, I'm sure from a few summers ago, uh, he and his team, the uh, Team Freight Train, they were responsible for the the ice bucket challenge, which raised 115 million dollars um, through social media for uh, ALS research. And I thought that was probably the, like the single greatest use of social media I've ever seen. And um, and so you know that inspired me. And and I um, you know I've, I've always been. Um, you know, I, somebody who, you know, I'd, I'd love to find a, a cure for it. Now, I'm not a scientist, you know, so there's no way I'm going to find a cure, but I'd love to try to help in a small way, you know. Excellent. I that was actually just... just checking the results of that, not to be the news person over here, <laughs> but um, trying to see how much the ALS actually raised through the Ice Bucket Challenge. Um, it was a crazy amount of money. It was like crazy. it broke some records. I know that. I thought it was 115 million, but I, it could be. I'm they... seeing 220 million. Wow. Just, um, but that was a, you know just from a quick Google search, so that might not be completely accurate. But it was a huge amount of money for a great cause. So it's really cool to see you doing that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, they they do all kinds of stuff. They do the plunge for Pete on New Year's Day. They do lots of um, pints for Pete. They do a lot of good uh, charity work. And so I thought I would just you know try to push a little more help their way excellent and you said that's available up on cd baby oh yeah yeah you can get it on cd baby uh spotify and um itunes um apple music which i guess is different from itunes this is how old i am john i don't i don't know these things it's a special app that you need apparently oh is that how it works uh, something like that Ah, okay you gotta you gotta pay your way in but um i guess you get a lot for your money so it's coming from an android user (laughs) i have a friend that i work with this guy garrett and he's um you know he's kind of hip to all this technology stuff and one time we were going down to his beach house which is in marshfield actually um not far from here yeah and uh I um, I brought a few Jimmy Buffett CDs for the ride down there, and I got in the car, and he looks at me, and I thought he was mad that I brought Jimmy Buffett, but he was like, I don't have a CD player in here. I was like, oh, my God. Like, people these days don't even have CD players in their cars. I So one of my things here at WAGD is if there's a, a, a Boy Scout troop or a Girl Scout troop, they want to earn their communication badge, I'll give them a tour of the radio station. And one time there was this kid, maybe about a year or two ago, who had never seen a compact disc. Ever. Are you kidding me? We're that old already. Did not know what a CD was. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. That's weird. I mean, that is that is just weird. I remember when they were sold in those big boxes for no reason. Remember when they had those big, long boxes? And, you know, like, it only took up, like, half the box. I don't know why they, they did that, but that's that's how old I am. I think that was because back in the day, they still had the um, the the um, holders for vinyl, and it, they wanted it to match to be the same size. Oh, my God. That is why they did it. Oh, John, thank you for solving <laughs> that for guys. me. That is exactly wow. why they did it. Wow. Well, you're both older years than and me, years ago. so I don't remember that. I'm the same age as you. You're still you're a little older. We're not gonna, we're going to break it down <laughs> by months. A couple months, yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, you know, my parents actually met in the music section of Leechmere and Dedham. That's how they met. So um, you so you are buying here, a Jimmy Buffett CD. You're here because <laughs> of music. Oh yeah, absolutely, I am. Yeah, I, wow. I am absolutely here because of music. I am a product of music. That's well, unfortunately, beautiful. we're here because of commercials. That's what pays the bills. <laughs> ah, yes. We do have to take a very quick break. We have more of Joe Rich here on 95.9 WATD right after this. This is radio so strong. I never miss. Ooh. It'll expand your mind and inflate your ego. Boy, that is strong. Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. 
And we're back on the stage tonight with Mr. Joe Rich, along with my co-host Aaron Dale. How are you both doing? Awesome. I'm doing great. <laughs> we're How talking- about you, Aaron? I'm doing fantastic, and you sound great from over here, so... Thank you. Keep rocking out. Over on the Tiny stage, thank you to Tiny and Sons Glass, by the way, for sponsoring the show since day one, going on uh, five-plus years. So hopefully we'll have a whole lot more of that coming your way here on WATD. We were talking off here, Joe, about your T-shirt, Spinal Tap. Oh, yeah. I got my Spinal Tap T-shirt on. I'm I'm, uh, representing for the boys... One of the best movies ever made. Although it's not even a movie. It's kind of more like an experience. It is an experience. I mean, it's like there are people who have seen Spinal Tap and there are people who haven't. I mean, there's a huge difference. Well, there's people who have seen it and there's people who have lived it. That too. Yeah, that's, that's like the upper echelon right there. <laughs> Do you have any stories that uh, might be uh, Spinal Tap-esque during your uh, your musical years? The one that first like uh, comes to mind as we're talking about that is that one time I was playing uh, this place called Chicky Flynn's, and it was in uh, it's in Foxborough on Route One, and they're cool people, so I'm not dissing anybody, but um, you know I feel like my name is pretty easy to, to you know to spell and to write out. It's just Joe Rich. I mean that's all it is. And my dad named me that because he wanted me to be a baseball player, have it look cool on a baseball card. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Dad, you know it didn't work out, but it's not that hard. Um, and I got there the night of and um, they had this like big marquee and it said Joe Ridge like R-I-D-G-E like why did you try to like you know make it complicated like it's just Joe Ridge you know so that's like as close as I get to Spinal Tap I think I probably if if I had like a few beers I probably would be able to think of some more (laughs) (laughs) excellent well let's kind of recap give us uh, give us your uh, your music you're here to promote your single Sex on the Beach. Give us the uh, the story behind that about how that whole project works. Oh, absolutely I will. I um, I wrote Sex on the Beach last year, and um, I had done a recording in 2014 um, with Andy Selly, uh, who's a great producer and, uh, and co-writer. And um, that was called Stars Don't Fall. And um, so I wanted to hook back up with him. And um, so I got a grant from the Boston Cultural Council to do uh, these two songs, uh, Sex on the Beach and its B-side, uh, Dude Nah, which Aaron is going to make a hashtag out of. Thank you. That's right. And um, up the t-shirts. Yeah, I appreciate that. And um, so then I decided, you know, I wanted it to go to a charity. And then so the Pete Freight's number three fund came to mind because uh, they've already done such good work um, with the Ice Bucket Challenge and the Plunge for Pete. And it's such a great cause. Um, so that's where all the downloads and streams, any money that comes from uh, sales and downloads of this song and others um, that I've recorded are going to go to the Pete Freight's number three fund. So um, we got a distributing uh, deal with CD Baby, you know, which is basically you just send them the music and, you know, you pay them a fee and they'll distribute it to all these different platforms like uh, like Spotify and iTunes and others that I've never even heard of, you know, like crazy sounding ones, but they're out there. And so that they put the music out there and now you can download it uh, for 99 cents, um, you know, which is pretty cheap these days, you know, I mean, that's... That's pretty affordable, I think. It's not bad. Less than a cup of coffee. Yeah. And, you know, um, while we're talking about uh, music and everything, I, I do want to say that I'm a little disappointed that uh, that Johnny Cash passed on before he could do a collaboration with, with Tom Petty and make it really affordable and call it Petty Cash. Oh, missed Ooh, opportunity. Huge missed opportunity there. Oh. But such is life. we got to dictate all your ideas down. There is always Roseanne Cash. Yes. Okay. Well, let's get them in touch. You yes. know them, I bet. I'll see what I can do. I'll, I'll text her after the uh, after the show's over tonight. Start the hashtag for Petty Cash. Yeah, while we we're need at Petty it. Cash to happen. The, the world needs it. They really do. <laughs> I think they do. Tom Petty come, going back on tour too. I was reading. Yeah, I've never seen him. I got to see him. I, I had a chance to see him in like '05, and I backed out, and that was dumb. Huge mistake. I saw him over at uh, Great Woods. That was probably Killer the show. one. Was that the one? 
probably yeah 2008 maybe okay yeah he's been around a few times and it was the uh, the last dj tour oh the last dj that was a great album so it was a great album that was great i loved uh, the traveling wilburys too were you into them oh of course oh my god they were great that's another band i have to thank my dad for he got me into the traveling wilburys one of the best super groups of all time yeah they probably the super group they started it you know? i think you're right absolutely we have Joe Rich on the tiny stage tonight. Joe, let's hear another song. What do you have next for us? Well, I'm going to do a song that uh, comes from my 2014 EP that I was uh, referencing. It's called uh, the, the EP is called Stars Don't Fall. And you can get it on the same platforms that I've been um, talking about. And uh, it's the same situation. They're 99 cents. All the royalties go to the Pete Freight's number three fund. This was the first song off of Stars Don't Fall. Um, and it's called I'm on Fire. All right. Joe Rich, 95.9 WATD. Joe got the 
Joe Rich, 95.9 WATD on the tiny stage tonight. Nice job, sir. Sounding awesome. Thank you very much, John. I appreciate it. Tell us about that song. Oh, uh, that song. I'm glad you asked. Uh, That song uh, came about a really long time ago. So I'm talking about like 2001. Uh, This is the summer of 2001. And um, I hope some of the people in this room were alive then. Margo, you were alive then? Okay, cool. So um, <laughs> it was a hot summer, and we went on this trip. This was my first band. I was in a band called Poor Boy Sugar. We were all like 19, 20 years old, and uh, we went on this trip to Martha's Vineyard, and we thought it was going to be, like, amazing. We, we were, like, told that we were going to be in this mansion, this big house filled with, uh, like, you know, the drummer's cousin and all of her hot friends. And we were like, oh, my God, this is going to be, like, the best trip ever. And so um, we got there. And the girls that we were supposed to be staying with had just been on a booze cruise, so they were all hungover and wanted nothing to do with us. Um, So we were pretty much on our own. And it was not a mansion. It was a cottage, um, and it had one floor. And for some reason, uh, there were, like, pin-up posters of Andy Dick on every wall. I'm not kidding you, every wall, (laughs) like, on each, like, wall of every room. Yeah, it was was some kind of weird inside joke with them. So, um so I, I mentioned an inside joke in the song, you know, and so their place was like an absolute hellhole. And we went, we made the best of it, but we ended up having a really good time. Just us guys, you know, just the four of us hanging out on the picnic table out outside. And um, and then at the end of the night, we had to go to bed and it was like it was so hot in this house. It was like the hottest day of the year and they didn't have any air conditioning. And I got this melody in my head, like saying I'm on fire, you know, and I, I was like, dude, dude, I got I got a melody. Check this out. And then um, the drummer told me to shut up and go to bed. And that's where it stayed for a good 10 years. But then I, I, I wrote it finally. And there, that is the story of I'm on fire. Is anybody still awake? <laughs> Bueller? I'm just trying to picture all of this in my mind and it's insanity. See, it's it's another, all true. It's another music video. That is the, You could make a music video it's, out of that. We could hire there. Andy Dick, right? I mean, he could do it. I think he's not doing anything right now, so we could probably make that happen. Yeah, he would be honored to know that he was, like, you know, plastered on the walls of, of this weird cottage in Martha's Vineyard. We would have to give a, a shout out to to because I wouldn't know you if it was not for our good friend Sarah Martin. Yes, Sarah Martin. We um, we met at one of her open mics. Yes, she used to host an open mic in Abington, and um, and she is down in Nashville, like doing it for real now. She is a country singer in Nashville, Tennessee, and um, uh, I knew her back then. Man, you did too. We knew her when. Yes, she's got a great voice, and uh, she's she's a very nice person, and uh, she's uh, I think she's going to be a big star. I think so too. I'm scared of her, so she she could beat me up. So I have to say that. <laughs> Ah, she's harmless. She's harmless. (laughs) Excellent. We have Joe Rich in studio tonight. Um, Joe, repeat your social media information, if you will. Oh, yeah. Um, It's at Mr. Joe Rich. That is for Twitter, at Mr. Joe Rich. Please feel free to throw me a follow. I'll probably follow you back because I'm one of those weird people that does that. And um, then you can also go to Instagram, at Mr. Joe Rich. I'm also on Facebook. and if you want to download the music, you can go to Apple Music, Spotify, look up Joe Rich, Sex on the Beach. That's my single that I'm pushing. And um, you'll find all my other tunes there. And know that all of those tunes um, are going to 
a good cause. I'm, I'm donating all of the uh, download money and all the royalty money to the Pete Freight's Number 3 Fund to raise money for uh, a cure for ALS. Fantastic. What a great idea. Let's, uh, let's hear some more music. What do you have next for us? Well, I would like to do a song that's a little tongue-in-cheek, and uh, it's a fun little trop rock song. And the truth of the matter is, I haven't, I haven't lied since I've been here. I'm telling you all the truth. This song <laughs> I actually wrote while I was babysitting my twin nephews, and they were about eight years old at the time. And uh, they were like, Joe, let's write a song. And um, I was like, okay. They were like, let's do a song called The Sharks Are Coming, because they were really into sharks. I mean, who wouldn't be? I mean. They're, they're awesome. So I was like, okay. So we started writing a song called The Sharks Are Coming. And uh, some of the lines they actually came up with. I mean, I turned it into like a theme. I, I made it into like a, a song or at least tried to. But they started this. And uh, so they should get some credit. I'm not going to give them any of the money, though. Uh, of course they're not. Brats. But this song <laughs> is called The Sharks Are Coming. All right. Let's hear it. Joe Rich, 95.9 WATD.
Joe Rich, 95.9 WATD, sounding awesome, my friend. Thank you, sir. So which of those lines did your nephews write? I'm trying to remember. I'd like to blame them for some of the um, the corniest ones, but I, I, that's probably me. Um, I'd have to look. I have the paper that uh, that we wrote it on. I remember it says sharks are coming, and they drew a shark on it just for emphasis, in case you didn't know. Um, I'd have to look back there, but I'm pretty sure Jimmy at least had a couple of lines in there that were definitely his originals. Nice. I Can you sh- share this on your Instagram? I was just going to ask. Could you take a picture of it? And oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I will. That's a good idea. Actually, I I am going to do that. Aaron is full of ideas. We I just like this. we just found your social media, so now John and I are both officially stalking you at. Mr. Joe Rich. Oh, I'm stalking you back then. Awesome. Count on that. That's We're going to hashtag Dude Nah everywhere. I'm hashtagging it tonight, too. I'm, I'm hashtagging Dude Nah. So That's everybody follow Mr. Joe Rich on social media. That sounds like a band name. Joe Rich and the Dude Nah. Ooh, not oh. bad. We should be writing all this down. We really should be. But go back and listen to it on, on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes and all that. So I think one thing I might do, and you know, I'm not trying to get political, but I think I might, just to be an obstructionist in my own way, is every time uh, President Trump tweets something out, I'm just going to tweet back, dude, nah. That's I like every that. Time, every time for the rest of his term. Just dude, nah. Dude, nah. It's going to be trending by the end of the night. I predict this. I like her prediction. We're going to wake cool up tomorrow prediction. morning and see it on, you know, hash, the, the trending on Facebook. And- Jimmy Fallon's going to pick this up. Oh, okay. Well, going. Hey, that'll get a big signal boost, you know? Hey, uh, do I have time to do one more song? Is that cool? Or yeah, we, I think we have time for two more songs. Oh, excellent. Okay, well, I want to do a song for my lady, Claire, because uh, she's here. She's my fiance, and um, that's French. And uh, we're getting married in March, and uh, I wrote this song for her, and it was the first song I've written in a while, so um, I wanted to do that for her, if that's okay. Absolutely. And Go congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I got very, very lucky. Smoke and mirrors, that's how I got by. Uh, this song is called Blue Martini. All right. Joe Rich, 95.9 WATD. I got a hundred million problems and you don't even know. Drink a dock and stole me and it's on with the show. Couldn't care a little less unless it's a story about you. You got a light and cool summer shanty look in your eye. Maybe it means trouble or another month's life. Everything you do is such a pleasant surprise It's all new All new All new All new Who are you? So now I'm just a little overtired and you're overdressed I really need to feel your hair all over my chest Tell me that you love me Because you know what comes next Everything about you makes me want to explode Like kaboom 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 Who are you? I know it gets a little bit high I know Teeny and young for two. 
Joe Rich, everybody. That was fantastic. And what was the name of that song again? Oh, thank you. That song is called Blue Martini. And you had some reference dropping going on. That was fantastic. Can hey. you tell us a little bit about that? Thank you for noticing. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, well, I, I have to thank Claire for a lot of things. I mean, she has um, taught me about the uh, the wonders of online banking and, and all kinds of things that, you know, my caveman self did not know about. Um, and one thing I was way behind the curve on, uh, frankly, was Game of Thrones. So um, for my birthday, the first year that we were dating, uh, she, she's a great gift giver, I have to say. And uh, one of the gifts she gave me was Game of Thrones DVD first season. And I was like, Ugh, I don't know about the swords and dragons and stuff. I don't know if I'm into this. And uh, I made a point of, of trying it. And I, I was very cynical at first. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to be into this. And we watched it. Um, and within, I'm talking about less than six minutes, I was absolutely hooked. I was hooked on it. And um, we watched the whole thing. And um, and now I'm obsessed. I've read all the books and everything. So, yeah, I had to make a few Game of Thrones references in there. Excellent. Well, congratulations on the engagement. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. We have, uh, I think, time for one more song before we introduce Peter Black and the Wide World of Blues. Um, I want to first and foremost thank uh, Aaron Dale for being my co-host tonight. You did awesome tonight. We need to do this again. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I would love to be back. And we miss hear- hearing your voice here on the radio station. Oh, I miss so. being here. I know. Yeah, this place needs Aaron, I'm telling you, John. <laughs> You're the guy that can make things happen here. And, uh, you know, you got to get on it. I mean, you, you got to get um, the petty cash thing going first, but then I want you to get Aaron on board. Yes, I'll see what I can do. And thank you to you, too, by the way, for coming down to Marshall tonight and playing for us in studio. You sound incredible tonight. Oh, awesome. thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for having me on here. I really do appreciate it. Of course. Give uh, give your social media uh, links uh, one more plug before we say goodnight. Oh, you know I can do that. I'm happy to do that. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Mr. Joe Rich, and that is R-I-C-H, very simple. Um <laughs> And you can also find me on Instagram, at Mr. Joe Rich. Um, if you're feeling froggish and you want to friend me on Facebook, you can do that. I'll check you out. And um, and if you want to download the music, it's going to the Pete Frace Number 3 Fund. Uh, it's Spotify. You can check it out on Spotify. You can check it out on iTunes, Apple Music, CD Baby. That's where it all started. And um, there are other ones out there, but those are the big ones. Those are the ones that... Uh, that will bring the cash in for the uh, the Pete Frace number three fund. Excellent. We have time for one more song. What are you taking us home with tonight? I'm going to take you home with uh, a little lullaby, and um, it's it's a very old song I wrote a long time ago, and um, I want to do this song. It's it's got a very old feel, and I think it'd be a good one to, to say good night to. Um, so uh, this one is called "Let the Leaves Fall." All right, Joe Rich. Thank you again. Get home safely. We'll talk to you soon. And thank you all for having me here. All right, ninety five nine WATD. It's all yours.
Love the way you look at me And you know how 